Good morning. If you would, would you stand with me? Uh, turn to Joshua. Chapter 1. Joshua chapter 1. We're going to begin reading with verse number 1. After the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, it came to pass that the Lord spoke to Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses' assistant, saying, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now, therefore, arise, go over this Jordan, you and all this people, to the land which I am giving to them, the children of Israel. Every place that the sole of your foot will tread upon, I have given you, as I said to Moses. From the wilderness and this Lebanon, as far as the great river, the river Euphrates, all the land of the Hittites, and to the great sea toward the going down of the sun, shall be your territory. No man shall be able to stand before you all the days of your life as I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will not leave you nor forsake you. Be strong and of good courage, for to this people you shall divide as an inheritance the land which I swore to their fathers to give to them. Only be strong and very courageous that you may observe to do according to all the law which Moses my servant commanded you. Do not turn from it to the right hand or to the left, that you may prosper wherever you go. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night, that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous, and then you will have good success. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and of good courage. Do not be afraid, nor be dismayed. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Father, we ask that as we look into your word, Father, you would give us wisdom to understand, wisdom to be able to see, probably the fear that Joshua had to feel. Moses is now gone. He's passed. And now those shoes that he's been trying to watch walk every step that Moses take, he was trying to learn, and now it's his turn. Lord God, may we be able to see the importance of your words to him as a new leader. We pray this in Jesus' precious name. Amen. When I was a little boy, I'd go into my dad's closet and pull out his work boots. And I'd put my little old feet into his big old work boots. And I'd try to take a a step or two, and as I would begin to walk, I would remember just how heavy those boots were compared to what I was used to walking in. But I used to always think that I wanted to be like my father when I was a little boy. I was a little kid. That's what was in my mind. I wanted to be like my dad when I was just a little youngin, and I would try to fit into those, those shoes. They were just too big. Then as I got older, a word that my daughter gave us not long after she was ready to graduate. She looked at us and she says, I do not like this adulting thing. All of a sudden, those shoes that we thought we wanted so bad, well, they didn't fit so well anymore. It got hard. Joshua is a man who has watched his mentor walk and lead and guide. He has saw his successes. He has or he's seen his successes. He has seen his failures. He has walked with him along the way. He has watched his temper at times flare up. He has seen his love for the people. 
And I imagine, like many of us, I, I don't know, I, it doesn't tell us, but I can only glean from, from knowing my own life and from what I see in Scripture at times that Joshua had to think, man, if I ever get that chance, I'd do some things different. Be very, very careful what you wish for. How many of you remember saying that if when I become a parent, I will never say those things, do those things, and yet we are our parents? We have become those very people. But what God is going to do for Joshua is point Joshua in a different direction. He's not going to tell Joshua, Joshua, I want you to think of everything that Moses did and mimic that. I want you to follow everything that Moses did and do exactly that. No, that's not what he says. Not at all. So let's look at this again. Verse 1, after the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, it came to pass that the Lord spoke to Joshua, the son of Nun. This is the Lord coming to Joshua. Just as he had to Moses, as he had to Abraham, now he is coming here to Joshua, and he is saying, Joshua, listen, I I am speaking to you. I, I have a word for you. The Lord here, Yahweh, now, this is the only proper name for God, which is translated, which translates into Lord. This is what he would be known as. And so God is going to address him. He is going to come to him, and he's going to tell him some things. So I want us to kind of look at this. He says, now, he speaks to Joshua, the son of Nun. He says, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now, therefore, arise, go over this Jordan, you and all this people, to the land which I am giving to them, the children of Israel. Joshua, the one who you have looked up to, the one you have watched, the one you have served is no more. He is dead. There's not a lot of time for mourning here. You need to get up. You need to start going. You need to get to the other side. I don't know about you, but that's a mighty large task because I've already watched everybody in my generation, my age, die except for Caleb. We're the only two left. Everybody else is younger, and the thought process, if I were Joshua, which, thank the Lord, I wasn't, but my thought process would be, are they going to turn out like their parents? Are they going to become hard-hardened? Are they going to become stubborn? But God doesn't have that conversation with him. He simply says, listen, get up and go. It is time to move forward. He's dead. Get the people going. Let's go. Let's roll. And says, he says, here's the promise I give you. Every place that the sole of your foot will tread upon, I will give it to you, as I said to Moses. So the one thing that Joshua has is he has the promise of God. He has the word of God. And we already know that we can take God at his word. And so he's saying to Joshua, listen, everywhere you tread, everywhere your foot goes, that land is your Yours, He said, every place that the sole of your foot will tread upon, I, give, I have given to you, as I, I said to Moses, from the wilderness and, and this Lebanon, as far as the great river, the river Euphrates, all the land of the Hittites, and to the great sea toward the going down the sun shall be your territory. Joshua, just go in and take it. Just go take it. Joshua here had to have an understanding of what the psalmist had some years later. Or the pro, excuse me, the writer of the Proverbs. Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5 through 8 says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. The first thing that Joshua had to understand is 
God's calling me to follow him. God is not calling me to lean on my own understanding. He is telling me that he is with me. He is telling me to just trust his word. And here the proverb, the writer of this proverb is saying to us, trust the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. As leaders, the key to being a good leader is looking to the Father, looking to God as our inspiration, looking to God as our answer, looking to God as our guide. We see it through scripture. We see it through our relationship with him. And then in verse 6, in all of our ways acknowledge him and he shall direct our paths years earlier Joshua had to understand this that God was calling him to do something and all he had to do was trust with all of his heart and all of his ways acknowledge him and he would direct his paths do not be wise in your own eyes fear the Lord and depart from evil one of the keys would be for Joshua to lead the people to focus upon God to focus upon what he had for them to fear the Lord and to leave evil on the other side of the river Verse 8 says, it will be health to your flesh and strength to your bones. A lot of people nowadays, when they're not following God, they find themselves very sick, very nervous. They begin to wear down. Their bones start to hurt. Their mind's going a thousand different places. Why? Because they didn't trust in the Lord with all their heart. They leaned on their own understanding. They did not acknowledge God in all their ways. So he was not directing their path. He says, be wise. Do not be wise, he says, verse 7, in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. A lot of the great leadership, one of the biggest issues they have and the reasons that large churches wind up losing a leader, lose, lose their pastor a lot of times is because they began to think, this is about me. I have been in churches where the senior pastor began to think, this is about me. All, everything is about me. And the next thing you know, those churches began to fail and fall. Joshua could not have this attitude. He had to realize God is the one that's in charge. God is the one in control. I have to trust him. He has given us this land. I have to lead. Now, we understand that Yahweh is that proper name. The revelation of this name was given to Moses back in Exodus chapter 3, verse 14. And God said to Moses, I am who I am. I am who I am. And he said, thus you shall say to the children of Israel, I am has sent me to you. This same one who came to Moses is now coming to Joshua. And he's using this word Yahweh. He's using this word Lord. He is saying, whatever you need, I have already provided. Joshua has the confidence that God is in control, that God is the one who is going to give him the victory. Just go and do as you've been told. But you know, Joshua also had the testimony of Moses. He got to watch Moses walk. He got to watch Moses live. And so he can have that confidence, just as it says here in verse 5 of Joshua chapter 1. No man shall be able to stand before you all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will not leave you nor forsake you. That had to be the greatest news that Joshua heard in this conversation with God. God is telling him, listen, we've got to go forward. We're going to move forward here. You're going to go. I'm leading you. I am with you. I will not leave you nor forsake you. Let's get going. That confidence that Joshua had, that no matter what took place, no matter what started to fall apart, God was still in control. And no man shall be able to stand before you all the days of your life. 
As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will not leave you nor forsake you. Listen to what he says in verse 6. He says, be strong and of good courage. For this people you shall divide as an inheritance the land which I swore to their fathers to give them. It is God saying, listen, because I've given you my protection, because I've given you my word, you can be strong. You can be courageous. You have this. So what was the purpose of him being strong? Verse 7 says, only be strong and very courageous that you may observe to do according to all the law which Moses, my servant, commanded you. He's telling listen, be strong because the people aren't always going to like you. They're not going to always agree with you. One thing as a leader, you find that people don't always want to follow what you're leading, where you're taking them. But if you have the word of God and you have him leading you, you keep marching because God is the one taking you there. And what he's saying is the most important part is you be faithful to what I've given you. He says, you keep the words, you keep the law, which Moses, my servant, commanded you. Do not turn from it to the right hand or to the left, that you may prosper wherever you go. Here's part of the problem that we run into in our life. We we want things to be better. The problem is we don't want to have to do all that God commanded us. We don't want to have to follow all the scripture, just the parts that fit our life. He is telling him, listen, you want to prosper wherever you go? This isn't one of those feel-good preaching prosper things where your bank account gets better. This is about your faith growing. And he says, if you want your faith to grow, if you want to do what is right, you want to prosper in your faith, then you stay true to the word that I've given you. Verse 8 says, this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night, that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous, and then you will have good success. No matter where you are, if you're a leader at work, maybe you own your own company, folks, you need this book. You need the scripture. You need to understand God's word, and you need to live by it. And if we will just live and obey the Father, you would be surprised how much better your way will be when we're just obedient. Verse 9 says, have I not commanded you? Be strong and of good courage. Do not be afraid, nor be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Joshua is taking over (laughs) a major operation. He's the new leader of God's people. And he has big shoes to fill. And what God is saying is, have I not taken care of this? Have I not commanded you? Know that God is a good commander. He is the one who will lead us and guide us. He says, be strong and of good courage. Do not be afraid, nor be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Folks, this is good news for us. That as we begin to look at our world today, and the darker that our world grows, the brighter, the brighter God becomes. Be strong and of good courage. Do not be afraid. Nor be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. We also can trust in the Lord. You and I can come to that place of our faith being in in the Lord Jesus Christ. I want to read to you a few Psalms, 
This morning, Psalm 107, 13 says, And they cried out to the Lord in their trouble, and he saved them out of their distresses. Joshua knew, years before this psalm was written, that no matter what the situation, he could cry out in trouble, and God would hear his cry. There's no difference than us. Today in the world that we live in, there will be many cries, many things taking place. But if we will cry out to the Lord, he will hear us. Psalm 25, 11 says, For your namesake, O Lord, Pardon my iniquity, for it is great. You can call upon Yahweh no matter where you're at, no matter what you've done in life, no matter how bad it is. Listen, if God is calling you, you call upon him. If God is helping you to recognize your sin, call upon him. And the Bible says that he will pardon your iniquity, even if it's great. Psalm 31.3 says, For you are my rock and my fortress. Therefore, for your namesake, lead me and guide me. In other words, let me read it to you this way. For you are my rock and my fortress. Because you are Yahweh, I'm begging you to lead me and guide me. Folks, that's what we need in our life today. We need to come before God and confess to him that we have trusted in our own wisdom. We have been right in our own eyes. We have not given him our heart completely, but instead we have trusted in our own ways. God, forgive us, but we have forsaken you. Lead us and guide us. Joshua had a huge undertaking. But he had the promise of God that no matter where he went, no matter what he had to do, God was with him. What are you facing today that seems insurmountable? What are you facing today that God has put you in the middle of? He's asking you to lead. You may not have the title of leader, but you are there and he's asking you to lead. Be the example and know that no matter what everyone else is doing around you, you stay focused on Christ. You trust the Lord with all your heart. Lean on your own understanding and all your ways acknowledge him and he will direct your paths. Do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. It will be health to your flesh and strength to your bones. Be an example. Joshua was one who God said, listen, Moses is dead. Now I need you to get after it. Get up and get going. But I want you to understand that no matter what, wherever your feet tread, that is your land. And no man shall be able to stand before you all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will not leave you nor forsake you. Joshua was able to lead with confidence because God had said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. We need that same confidence. We need that same hope today. No matter where you're at, no matter how things are going in life, I want you to listen to me. God has said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. This crazy world, we all have our own ideas about the direction this place is going that doesn't matter you may tell what matters God is with us he will guide us all the way the question is are we following God are we trusting him with all of our heart or are we still leaning on our own understanding the only way you'll know that 
is if you pick this Bible up and you'll start to read it. And you would be surprised at how good God is to change our minds when we get into the word. One of the hardest things for us to see is when we're not right. Joshua had to have an understanding. God's not going to leave me nor forsake me. Even if he messed up from time to time, God was still going to be there. We serve a good, good God. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Father, we thank you that you love us. We thank you, Father, that your word is good. We thank you, Father, that you have promised to never leave us nor forsake us. So, God, when we're worried, when we're stressed, we don't have anywhere to look but in the mirror. Because those moments were like that is whenever we have walked away from trusting in you. Lord God, may we follow you every step of the way. No matter what position we hold, wherever we work, whatever we do, you have put us in a place of leadership by being an example of Christ. So when everybody else turns their back on you, God, may we be found faithful because we know that you are still with us. Father, today, direct our path. In Christ's name I pray. Amen.